Hey everyone, welcome to I Am Not a Victim. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. I hope everyone is doing well today. Today, I'm presently outside recording. I'm kind of in a funk, not really feeling too hot right now. And I just figured I'd record something because in two weeks, I'm going away to Italy, which I'm super stoked about. Um, My first solo trip. I don't know if you could hear how excited I am in my voice, but so many mixed emotions my first solo trip and I'm gonna get into this a little bit more and do kind of like a teaching today on manifestation but um my first solo trip ever I am really nervous uh especially because I'm not going like an hour away or somewhere within the United States I'm going to a completely different country and continent so that should be very interesting but I I shelled out a lot of money for this trip, but I don't feel regretful because I think that I was feeling very called to go, obviously, and um, I think this is going to really be a powerful transformational experience for me because I do have a limiting belief. Part of my shadow is that I'm not capable of doing anything. I'm not smart. I'm not like all these I'm not. I don't have abilities type thoughts and I really want to prove to myself that I am capable, I am mature, I am independent and I can do things for myself by myself. It's really going outside of my comfort zone. It's scary um, but I am more excited than not. I think that it's going to be a beautiful time. I'm just hoping that it's sunny because I hate the rain Um, I know the rain is very powerful and much needed, but I get very depressed whenever it rains. So I'm hoping that there's nicer weather than not. Um, But either way, I think it's going to be a really fun time and a lifelong memory of mine. So I wanted to record something before I went away. I do have a couple interviews coming up. By the time that this show airs, they would have been aired already. And I really hope that if you listen to those interviews, you liked them with Raven Scott and um, Jamie DeSilva. Really awesome, awesome women. I haven't recorded my episode with Jamie yet, but we're going to be talking about creating financial freedom and manifesting abundance and transforming your lack and scarcity beliefs. And it's kind of like a selfish episode because I'm so curious since I don't feel empowered (laughs) <laughs> or equipped at all around money. It's really interesting because today I got two tests, two money tests related to finances. I received a check in the mail, which, uh, not a check. <laughs> I wish it was a bill, uh, which was interesting because my insurance should have fully covered the service when I got tested for STIs, which I highly recommend anyone who has had sex with a new partner, always please get tested for STDs after each partner, just so you know, just to be safe. So anyway, um, I got tested. I came back with nothing. Uh, Thank God. I'm very thankful for that because your girl likes to play with fire. Um, But I received a bill in the mail when it should have been covered. And then I got a $90 charge on top of that for something I shouldn't have been charged for. So it's interesting to see the energetics around that. And I'm just trying to stay calm, cool and collected since my checking account did substantially decrease since buying my airplane tickets and Airbnb for Italy. But 
I have a feeling it's going to be worth it. I have a feeling um, I'm going to create so much magical art and memories on this trip. I'm really excited to see what it brings. And also another funny story is today I want to talk about letting go. I think my whole life has been a lesson on surrendering and releasing. And so for a month or two, I was trying really hard to get a remote job. Because part of my dream is to move to Europe. I would love to live in Spain more than anything. Um, Instead of being here right now, I'm wishing I was on a beach in Madrid. (laughs) But uh, one day. So I was trying to move to Europe and get a remote job so that I can move to Spain. And I was applying. I want to say I applied to at least 200 jobs within 45 days. And I did not get back one yes for a remote job, which was so flustering to me because you would think I had, you know, a felony on my record. Um, but no, I I don't, I have extensive education and experience. So I could not understand like why I keep getting rejected, why I'm not getting any calls back. And it was starting to feel more of a job than anything else applying to these jobs. Like it felt like work trying to find work. And I was starting to feel really desperate and then starting to feel really down and rejected and bad about myself. Like, why does no one want me? And I was trying to force and control this thing to happen that for whatever reason, I I might not know now, I might not know ever, but I'm not meant to be there. Obviously, the universe is pushing me in a different direction. And you have to take that with a grain of salt, right? They say rejection is redirection. So I was feeling very just bad, very stuck, very stagnant. I don't know why nothing's coming through. I'm doing the inner work. Things should be manifesting and falling into place for me. And it felt like the opposite. It felt like I was treading water and dog paddling. And eventually I said, you know what? I not so much give up, but I'm letting go of this clinging of this need of feeling like I need to get a remote job so that I can X, Y, and Z. And when I move to Europe, then I'll be happy. So I said, I need to stop waiting to be happy and just say, if it's not meant to be universe, God, what will you have for me instead? Show me where I'm meant to go instead. Lead me, guide me there instead. Because clearly this isn't working for me. So I made that choice about a week ago. And um, I'm just seeing where that takes me. And a funny manifestation story is I got rid of a ring. And I want to share this because this, this does teach about releasing and letting go. So it's, it's also interesting, though, because if we surrender for the sole fact that we think, okay, if I give this up, then something is going to come through, then I'm going to get what I want because it's the attachment to it that's preventing it from happening. But if you're attached to that as well, then you're still not going to get what you want. You have to really let go from a genuine, sincere place because you can't trick the universe. You can't lie to energy, right? So my ex and I broke up in July and a couple of weeks ago, my friend saw him on Hinge. And I think I just lost a lot of respect for him after that. And I'm since working on forgiving and non-judgment. But, you know, that's his right. It's his right to date. I get it. Maybe he feels lonely. We all want love. We all want connection. 
Um, I think I was feeling really confused because he had ghosted me, but that's also his prerogative. You know, if he needed to take care of himself and cut the connection, then so be it. He really did me a favor. So I was holding on to this ring that he got me for Valentine's Day. It was this like heart ring from Pandora. Really, really cute. I love rings, especially Pandora rings. I think they're adorable. So I was holding on to this ring. I also apologize for any sound quality. I'm outside and there's a lot of noise around me. So I'm sorry that this isn't of the highest quality audio wise. But anyway, I digress. So I was holding on to this Pandora ring he got me for Valentine's Day because for Christmas or my birthday or something the year prior, he got me this beautiful ring from Pandora and I had lost it within like a week or two of getting it. And I was obsessed with it. I think I lost it at my yoga studio. I don't know if someone took it, but I felt really upset. And then he got me a new ring for Valentine's Day last year. And I was like, you know what? I'm holding on to this. I'm not going to lose it. You can't give me anything. I literally lose everything, especially jewelry. I never can keep it on. So I was holding on to this ring. And after we broke up, I was still wearing it. Not because so much I missed him, but because I just thought the ring was really pretty and I didn't want to get rid of it. Because it's kind of become like a staple in my wardrobe. Everyone compliments me on it and whatever. So I was thinking about it like a week ago and I said, should I throw out the ring? Like, I love the ring. It's beautiful. But why am I holding on to it? You know, it was a, a memory from an ex. It was a momentum I was keeping. And um, I didn't know the energetic ties to it. I said, if I'm wearing this ring, and this sounds so superstitious, but am I blocking, like, a blessing from coming through? Because I still have his, his, like, aura on me. And I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. The ring's beautiful. I want to keep it. And then a few days later, I asked myself, Lauren, what is the reason you're holding on to the ring? If it's because you authentically love and adore the ring, then keep it. But if it's for scarcity and lack, fear mentality purposes, then I want you to get rid of the ring. And I think that I resigned. I resigned. What's the word? I can't think of the word, guys. I resonated. (laughs) Jeez. I resonated more with the latter that I was holding on to it because I thought, well, I don't want to shell out money for a new ring or no one's ever going to get me a ring again. Or this is the last thing I have of him, so I have to hold on to it. So I said, you know what, Lauren? Do the opposite of what your old self would do. In order to reach your highest self, you have to do the opposite of what you've been doing, right? So I, one night, it was a Tuesday night, I took the ring off and I threw it in the garbage. And I cut the cord to the ring. I said, bye, ring. Thank you for serving me. Thank you for being cute. Um, I was thankful to have you. Bye-bye. I hope someone that needs you finds it. And, you know, I could have sold the ring or gave it away, but I just, I didn't want to go through that hassle. So I just threw it out. So I'm going about my day and it's Wednesday now. And there is this guy at my job. God, I hope he's not listening. Um, This guy at my job, super cute. And I noticed him maybe a few weeks ago. I noticed him, you know, we've been working together for months, but I never gave it much thought. 
And then one day I noticed him. I'm like, wow, he's actually really, really fucking hot. (laughs) And the thing about me, guys, is that I am, and please don't take this personally if you're a penis owner, I am repulsed by, I want to say, 99% of men. Like, I don't find hardly any men attractive. It's more of an energy thing for me. Like, you could be the most gorgeous guy in the world, but I think because I've had so much trauma around men, um, I'm just disgusted by so many of them, if not most of them. And please don't take that personally. It's me. It's something I'm working on. Um, But yeah, I'm repulsed by 99% of men. So when I am drawn to a man, I kind of get intrigued because I'm like, what is it about him that interests me, right? So I was attracted to this guy and after noticing him, I'm like, wow, he's really cute. Like, I wonder what his name is. I wonder if he's in a relationship and how old he is. So me being the person I am, I said to a coworker, I'm like, hey, can you find out more information on this guy in the physical therapy department or the rehab department. I didn't know if he was a physical therapist, occupational therapist, speech, whatever. So I do some digging and I find out his name and um, that he's single. And then I also find out his age. And this is kind of a, I'm not sure what it's been with me and 21 year olds lately because the last guy was was 21 years old and I'm 28 if you guys don't know and I'm working on my shadow around this and my own self-judgment but that is a big age gap for me um just knowing where I was 20 at 21 years old and where I am now closer to 30 it's a pretty substantial difference it's not like when you're 60 one versus 68. It's not like when you're 40 versus 48. It's, you know, that there's so much growth and development, not only personally, interpersonally, emotionally, physically, but energetically, developmentally, and spiritually that we do from 20, our early 20s to 30s. So it's like, you know what, I, I don't know, that's a deal breaker for me. So I let it go. And then one day, my coworker, this was Wednesday, the day after I threw out the ring that my ex gave me. This Wednesday, my coworker introduces us. And I was like, you know what? I'll talk to this kid. He seems quirky. He seems like cute, very innocent, very sweet, friendly, outgoing, boisterous gregarious which I love I love in a partner because I'm the opposite like I'm very mellow I'm very laid back I'm very introverted I'm very shy um so I like that opposite energy every person I've ever dated was an extrovert for the most part because it brings out that more playful side to me so I'm talking to this guy in my office and he asked me he says you know am I too young for you? <laughs> and in my, in my head, my first initial thought was like, uh, yeah, duh. But then I said to myself and I said out loud, you know what? I'm not going to judge you based off of your age. Um, this person actually is moved to the United States from Israel. So he's not from this country. So I know that there's a whole nother level of maturity <laughs> to people that grow up in Europe. <laughs> um, 
versus the U.S. And that's not to put us Americans down, but it's just different. It's different culture. It's different lifestyle way of being. So I said, yeah, I'm not going to judge you based off your age. And by the way, like I could be too old for you too. It doesn't, it doesn't go one way. So then he asked for my number and um, I just thought that was so interesting when I looked back and I was like, wow, within 24 hours of throwing out this ring, this ring that like symbolized my old relationship and a past love, I manifested this new opportunity. And I thought that that was just so cool. It was so telling and speaks so much about letting go, which is what I want to get into now is that when we hold on to something especially something out of fear or out of lack, out of limiting beliefs. We literally, quite literally, prevent new things from coming into our lives, new opportunities. And it's not necessarily to say like, oh, once you get rid of something old, something better is going to come through right away. It's just different. And um, we hold ourselves back. We're our own worst enemy. We are preventing ourselves from moving forward. Not that person, not that thing, not that opportunities that's not coming through. But we're never going to be able to see the other side if we're still on that same page. We have to flip the page, turn over the book, start that new chapter. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like that cliche when one door closes, another one opens. And now I don't know what this is going to hold. Um, quite frankly, I have, I'm going in with zero expectations. I'm not attached to this whatsoever, which feels really nice because at this point, one, I don't want a serious commitment right now. And that's just me being transparent. Um, I just got out of a, a two year, almost two year long relationship. That was a, a serious relationship, I would say. And right now I I do feel pretty emotionally unavailable if I'm being real. And that's not to say that down the line in several months that I won't be open. It's just right now I'm looking for something more casual, um, someone to just get to know, spend time with, have fun with and enjoy myself with and maybe learn something new. And if nothing else, then perhaps this could just turn into a beautiful friendship. You know, I'm open to friendship as well. And um, maybe even mentorship, like I could teach him a thing or two and perhaps vice versa. Um, But right now my heart really does feel very closed. And um, I would love for one day my heart to open again. But right now I think I have a lot of healing to do. And I was meditating today on releasing a past relationship. It was a cord cutting meditation by Madeline Reinhardt, who I always shout out and suggest for y'all. She has some beautiful guided meditations on YouTube. And this last week I did two on letting go because I do feel energetically kind of weighed down emotionally and spiritually. So today I did that. And part of the guided meditation towards the end said something about visualizing yourself in three to five years from now and you're with the person that you're you're meant to end up with and you're so thankful that you let go of this past hurt and this current heartbreak because you drew in your soulmate your your partner your lifelong partner whatever and in that moment I just started bawling I was crying because I 
part of that has always felt so impossible to me. You know, I've never pictured myself getting married. Um, I just never, it's not that I don't want marriage or a quote unquote happy ever after. It's just that I don't believe that I can have that because for me, historically, love has always exasperated my wounds. It's always felt like it's ended in pain and heartbreak and loss and grief. And I've been really traumatized and scarred by most of the romantic relationships in my life. And um, particularly my first love, um, his name was Jack, and he was very abusive. And that was the most violent relationship I've ever been in. And it scares me entering into a new situation with a potential partner because I've always felt like I had the rug pulled from under my feet, you know. With Jack, it was only a matter of, of like a month or two before his true color started showing. And when I met my ex, my last boyfriend, um, I had that fear that he was going to change. But then after about nine months or so, I started settling in and I started feeling really safe with him. And I, I told myself, this is a corrective experience. This is going to be a healing relationship. And he's showing you that not all men are like that. And then I felt like it was an energetic shift because as soon as I let my guard down, he changed and did inevitably um, turn out to become abusive, which was very scary and disappointing. And in that relationship, I felt like I felt like I had to change who I was for him to love me, that he didn't accept me unconditionally, that he wanted me to be different. And I just felt very unseen, uh, small. And I, I just felt very damaged and broken. Um, so right now, I'm just going to let myself do my thing. <laughs> I'm going to let myself be open to new people, new experiences, get to know people, and um, hopefully just enjoy whatever life is, is bringing my way. Uh, we have plans actually tomorrow to hang out. So that should be fun. And you know what, despite the age gap, because I don't think that my future husband is going to be 21 years old. Um, but I don't have to think that far into the future. I'm trying to just live for the present, but if I'm, I don't know, you never know. Um, I'm just going to not judge it. I'm going to let go of any internal and maybe external assumptions and criticisms I have and just be open to grow and learn. Because I truly believe that everyone that comes into our lives is an assignment. It's part of our divine path for quote unquote one day when we're probably past reaching enlightenment and um, achieving our soul's purpose, whatever we incarnated to come here to, you know, achieve whatever our mission is. So I digress. I'm going off on a tangent now. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, you know, as you all know, I'm going to Italy to see someone that I made a connection with. And, um, you know, I'm feeling a little torn now because I'm, I'm a one woman, one man, woman, like, um, I am also bisexual. If this is your first time tuning in, um, for whatever reason, I've always ended up dating men more than women. And it's not that I don't want to be with a female. Um, I love, (laughs) 
love, adore women. I think women are fucking amazing and beautiful and just like magical. And I would love to be with a woman, but I, I, I haven't explored that so much in the later years, the last few years. Um, but I'm open to it. But anyway, I'm a one person kind of woman and, um, I don't like my energy spread. I don't like my attention. I, I can't give three, four, five different people my all. <laughs> and I and I always feel guilty um, even giving two different people my all. But I know that that's, that's my right to date. Uh, you know, I am single, so I can explore different connections. But ultimately, I did end up booking a trip to Italy to see this person that I met when I went in June. And... Um, I've been feeling so many mixed emotions around that because I have strong, strong feelings for this person. Very strong feelings. Um, They're very just like playful and fun and lusty and full of um, chemistry and attraction and passion. And I will be very honest right now and let you guys know that it was the, the best sex I've ever had in my whole entire life. Um the absolute best, which was really empowering for me as a sexual assault and sexual abuse survivor, because a lot of times, anytime I've been intimate physically with someone, it's felt like violent. Like it's felt like a chore. It's felt like my body wasn't mine. It felt objectifying. And I always kind of felt dirty or bad after But whatever it was about this person, I don't know, guys. It was like I got completely taken out of my head and I actually experienced what enjoyable and pleasurable sex looks and feels like. And I thought that was just amazing to learn that I actually can have good sex. I ran across an interesting fact the other day. Did you know that 40% of Americans self-identify as kinky? KinkyNearMe.com serves as a community for the millions of Americans who are wanting to learn, share, or enrich their current relationship, as well as for those looking to create new ones. KinkyNearMe.com understands that real connections need more than a swipe right. Their community encourages people to connect through common interests and relationship goals. They also encourage their members to share educational resources and knowledge. Most importantly, privacy is a top priority in this new community. There are no ads targeted at your very personal bedroom proclivities. Your data on Kinky Near Me isn't sold or used against you in some way. Your bedroom is your business, no one else's. The best feature though, Kinky Near Me has a search filter to find people near you who share your same kinky interests. You can find out before you spend time on all of the niceties if the other person likes the same thing you do in the bedroom. Or you can find someone who lives near that place you've always wanted to vacation. Searching by kink and general area are easy on kinkynearme.com. Use the link that you'll find in the show notes today for more information or search kinky near me, one word with no spaces to find this growing new community at kinkynearme.com. Okay, guys, so... That was kind of a bit of a fail because I felt like I just recorded a freaking awesome episode. Um, But my phone overheated because (laughs) I'm laying out by the pool. And um, by the time I finished my episode, I look at my phone and it says 
temperature too hot. iPhone needs to cool down before you can finish using. So, um, a lot of, a lot of things have been quote unquote going wrong today. Today is just a day. Is Mercury in retrograde again? I don't even know, but, um, it's all good. I am very proud of myself for that that I just recorded a bomb ass solo episode and, um, I don't know where it cut off and I'm sure that you only heard like the first five minutes of it. So, um, with that, I'm not going to record that again, Uh, but (laughs) maybe I'll just put out whatever recorded. Maybe I won't. And, um, I'll catch you guys in the next episode.